Well, good morning, everybody. It is Wednesday. I think it's uh, October 20th. God dang. We're getting close to Thanksgiving. I'd honestly say my least favorite holiday, even though it's my most favorite holiday, because uh, we try to get the family all together on Thanksgiving, which was tradition. (coughs) Back when I was little, young, we always had family together. When I had a family, I brought them to see Grandma, and we all had Thanksgiving dinner together, in spite of everyone being drunk and crazy. And uh, now I try to keep that tradition alive, but, you know, with family dynamics being the way they are these days, I don't know if it's different than it was back when I was young or or what, but it it, it seems like, I don't know, maybe it's, you know, the COVID thing from last year that pushed families apart, you know, physically, like, uh, you know, I shouldn't come or whatever. Um, is it social media that's got everyone so opinionated and, opinionated and divisive? Or as Obama would say, divisive? Fucking douchebag. Or is it just now that I have older kids and they have their own kids that I have an opinion on not how they should live their lives but you know I have a a fucking opinion and so maybe that's what causes it you know of me I have an opinion I keep to myself my wife is very opinionated and has gotten to where she can kind of, you know, just bite her tongue and not bring up shit because everybody's so fucking opinionated. It's not just me. It's, you know, everybody. God damn camera. Um, so everybody just seems to get in each other's face anymore. You know, and then then all the grandkids are, you know, a lot of them, probably 60% of them now are teenagers and they got their fucking face in their phone all the time. And, you know, know, I kind of do that, but, you know, at 8 o'clock, my phone goes on to do not disturb. And and I just sat and watched TV or me and my wife can talk watching a movie or we've been watching Foundation on Apple TV, which is, I've read the book, so I had to watch the the series it's well done you know um, it's been so long since I read the books I don't really know how accurate they are staying with the story but all the writers have consulted with the Asimov family so it's pretty cohesive um, you know but I just I set my phone down it's like fuck it even when we go to a restaurant you know I'll just I'll set it on the counter but yeah. try not to you know bring it to the, the conversation you know, so you got all these kids who are just like, you know, phone zombies nowadays. And then if you say something, they're like, well, we kind of, you know, we don't, we let them do that. And it's like, oh, okay, so my opinion on family values and, you know, this $300, $400 dinner I've thrown for everybody is, well, you know, I can't ask everybody to put their phone down for a fucking day. 
You know, so it, it becomes, and it's not a bad thing. I mean, I was opinionated when my kids were little and my mom would say something. I go, well, we don't, we don't let them do that. But it wasn't, you know, it was like a thing. Like, no, I don't want them riding the go-kart off the property because I don't let them do that. And it was like one little thing, and then they were like, ah, you're so stupid, Dad. But then they'd get on the go-kart and just rip around and make dust and have a fucking blast anyway because it was, you know, long property so they could go around and stuff. But it wasn't like uh, they came in from, you know, the guest house, and then they're on their phone, and it's like, you know, their mother or father's like, you want something to eat? Hey, you hungry? Yeah. What do you want? Sure. It's just, and it goes all day that way. And so it's not just the go-kart or no, you can't have a donut for breakfast. You know, that was like an isolated little part of a, a fucking two-minute span of the day. Now it's just all consuming. So there's that. And even the kids are that way now. You know, like my 40-year-olds and shit, I think one of them's almost 50 now there. You know, not as bad because he's a business owner, so he knows when you're in a, in a meeting, you don't sit there on your phone and fucking doodle around. You know, what the fuck is blowing out of my back of my truck? Somebody threw some shit in my truck. Motherfuckers. <clears throat> Biodegradable, like everything. So, <clears throat> there's that. You know, so it's almost Thanksgiving. So now it's become more of a stress day than an easy day. Now, for Christmas every year, we get together and go to my oldest son's house, and he does prime rib dinner for the whole family, you know, the adult parts of them and stuff, and there's a lot of drinking, and it's fun, and the kids run around and scream and yell, and, you know, he has kids, so it's not as bad as, like, we haven't had kids for a long fucking time. So, <laughs> there's that. But, I don't, I don't know, you know, it's just, that's, I guess it's just life, you know, I'm older, I don't like people running through my fucking house anymore, and thank God they're all teenagers now, so they, you know, they don't run through the house because they're sitting on the sofa, <laughs> I think they text each other in the bedroom, like, hey sis, watch this video, click. And she's sitting right over there, you know, like on the other side of the room. Like, ah! Here, look at this. So I guess that's the new normal. You know, it's, it's how people interact. And, you know, I was at the restaurant with my wife last night. And there was a couple, you know, had three kids. And uh, the youngest was maybe a year old. So sitting on dad's lap. And dad has his phone sitting there, you know, on a little stand. And, and the baby's just staring at it. And I was thinking, you know, when my kids were that old, you know, my kid's grandma, my mother-in-law, who was the greatest, she would uh, give them a bag of sugar. She goes, just let them play with that. And they're, they're fascinated. They know something's in it, but they're not articulate. They're capable enough to open it and eat the sugar. So they gnaw on it, play with it, fuck with it for 10 minutes. And then once he, she says, well, once they start to open it, because it just comes open because they drooled all over it, you just take it away and give them another one. And they're like, ooh, that toy's worn out. 
And that would entertain them for until the food came. Thank God. You know, the older ones, you know, they would color. And now they just stare at the cell phone, dad's cell phone, and there's like, it's like one years old. And I'm thinking, well, you know, that's, I guess, the same as a fucking bag of sugar. But kids learn through watching their parents. You know, it's like that commercial where mom's screaming and flipping out, and the kid's in the back seat, car seat, with her play steering wheel. Like, and, 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 and we're like, where do our kids learn to, to be that, you know, aggressive drivers or whatever? It's like, yeah, they're watching their parents. So it's like they're watching a, a SpongeBob. Which I guess is better than the Roadrunner because then that little baby would think, well, if I fall off the roof, I'm not going to die. If that gun goes off, I'm not going to die. See, they're, they're learning this shit without talking to you. So that's why when kids have a gun go off, you know, because they found it and they thought it was funny, like in the cartoon, and then they, you know, shot it at their brother. He didn't just get up and go, damn it, knock it off. He died. So that... You know, they learn this way, and, and I don't know what the baby was watching, but it's learning all along, you know, whether it was Dora the Explorer or how everybody, you know, should get in touch with their fucking feelings or what. I don't know what they're learning, see, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't really do that. My kids would, you know, I barely had a TV when the kids were young. It's just like, go play, get the fuck out of here. You know, we had a TV for at night, watch, you know, some really cool, you know, movie or documentary because I was a fucking weirdo parent. So, you know, I don't, I don't know what it would be like nowadays, really. I mean, if I had kids in school, I'd probably be in prison because I would have just flipped the fuck out a long time ago. I mean, the teachers wanted to arrest me back when my kids were little. And that was, you know, in the 80s, you know. My son got sent home because he was wearing a, a Marlboro shirt. You know, they're like, we don't allow that. And I go, well, good. Then, uh, you know, take them shopping. And the principal's like, what? And I go, yeah, I already spent all the fucking money this year on his school clothes, which uh, half of it was Marlboro shit because I smoke Marlboro. So, and, and uh, you know, so I get the little Marlboro things or whatever they were, like, you know, S&H green stamps when I was a kid. And so it's like, well, it's all Marlboro branded stuff. And he's like, well, we sent a thing home in the summer for you. I go, look, I don't have time to read that shit. You send home something with my kid at school and have the parents sign it, I'll see it. And if you're going to say they can't wear certain colors or Marlboro or rock bands or whatever the fuck your control freak mind is into today, then let me know and I'll sign it and I'll agree to it. And then you would have an argument. But I go, you didn't. So you don't have an argument. So therefore, if you want to take my son clothes shopping, go for it. I'll set up a date, a play date where you can take him shopping. You can spend your fucking money on him. And he's like, well, we don't do that. And I go, yeah, why? Because it's, it's, it's your fault. You pay for it. School's got it in the budget. You know, so that ended that. And he got to wear Marlboro shit to school, which made him the coolest kid in the block. Nowadays, I would probably be arrested by the FBI as a terrorist for arguing with the teacher because that's what terrorists are in America today. So anyway, this is a podcast about just whatever the fuck I think of driving to work because, you know, I, I talked about the fact that YouTube 
is a bunch of fucking woke ass bastards, you know. So they just canceled my 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 uh, channel just out of the blue. I just you know it's like fuck you. And and I you know if if you've watched my videos, they're all like this. You know, I swear a lot, and maybe that's their community standard. So fuck them. <clears throat> but you know, I don't know why. You know, it's not like you go click here to dispute this or argue with them. And I, and I still don't care. And I'm sure there's a way I could weasel through their labyrinth of fucking menus to, to get to the department to send an email to go, hey, I think you're wrong. And then wait, you know, for them to go, hey, no, we're not. You know, or hire a lawyer. It, it, it's, it's like getting mad at, at Fox News because they started, you know, going off the you know off the map on things i i don't agree with or i agree with i just quit watching you know it's like i'm not going to cry about it well it's the same thing youtube is private company it's owned by youtube google abc corporation (laughs) so if that's what they want to do then fine it's not a free speech issue really it really isn't you know i talked about that you know the government shall make no law abridging your free speech. Doesn't say anything about YouTube, Google, or Facebook, or Twitter. So, you know, sucks to be you. There's plenty of platforms out there. Fuck them. And, and, and I just use YouTube. I have other YouTube accounts. I just upload the video, download it back onto my computer, which is a super nice format. I can share it. And then I, I delete the thing on YouTube and I have it on my hard drive on two versions. Really large, you know, raw version. And plus I have all the raw footage and then the the master, I guess we'd call it, that I did on my computer. And then the YouTube version that's now shrunk down to, you know, 200, 300 megabytes instead of gigabytes. So, and then I'm done with YouTube. They can go fuck themselves. But I still have their account. Because I have Gmail, so fuck you. I have accounts. I have probably six or seven YouTube accounts still there that they haven't canceled. But I used to leave my, my Prepper Guy videos on there just and people could watch them. I had a couple hundred followers, like, yeah, whatever. You know, so YouTube, fuck that. Facebook are assholes, you know. And, and, and I guess that the crux of this whole rant is, you know, it doesn't matter who you listen to. Or what you think or how you feel about America, whether you're a Democrat or a Republican or the Green Party or the Independents, you know, Libertarian, doesn't matter. No one cares. And, and you know, I, I brought up the fact that my fight with the city and I explained to them why they should just drop this and maybe pick a new direction because it's a small town and you're supposed to be flag-waving fucking American patriots that believe in private property. But apparently they don't because they're not going to drop it. You know, so this week they might come up with an offer and compromise for me. So I'm waiting, you know. We'll see, whatever. So nobody wants to change anything and then today I'm looking at the morning news and, you know, Rick DeSantis, you know, Florida is going to open the ports. It's like, and I asked my wife, I go, how long does it take a governor to realize he has the authority to do whatever the fuck he wants in his state? He can close his borders. He has that right. 
he can call up militias if the National Guard's off fighting war somewhere else, you know, which is unconstitutional, but whatever. You know, so he can have a militia to protect the border. You know, dumb shit in Texas. You know, God bless Texas. Pfft, whatever. You know, what's his name? Abbott, Governor Abbott. You know, um, there's all those fence panels that Trump administration built that are stored on Texas side of the border to finish that part of the border, at least for Texas. And there they sat. The governor's like, well, you know, that's border patrol's issue. It's like, no, it's your issue, fucker. So he could, you know, just you know, take, take a bunch of illegals, round them up, have them help build a fence before you kick them over it or there's prison labor, you know, from minimum security, you know, or just instead of the state paying all those fees for it not being, you know, to the contractors fulfilling their, you know, contracts because they, they had a contract to finish that fence. So if you've breached that contract, then you've got to make them whole. So they're paying millions of dollars a week to these contractors that aren't working. So tell them to go to work. That's a national contract. You know, rewrite the contract. Go to them and say, here, we're willing to rewrite this contract in the state's name. And you just go ahead and finish it. And then we'll pay you the same as whatever you'd agreed with the Trump administration. And that, that, bam, done and done. No. See, these governors are like, well, which way is the wind blowing? Eh, I don't know. And and then so they'll, they'll come up with something. Like, we're going to open the ports. Like, Okay. You know, it's state security issue. You could do that. It's just like that. You know, our governor, who should still be impeached or recalled, you know, has, uh, you know, he, he made it illegal for businesses to, you know, force your, your employees to get vaccinated. It's against HEPA laws and everything. But either way. Well, you know, he did it so we don't recall him. It doesn't care. You know, because during the lockdown in 2020, he was all about it. Everything had to be closed. I was an essential worker. My business was an essential business, but a lot of them weren't. But his wife's work, because she was a salon owner, so her salons and selective salons in Scottsdale could be open, but nowhere else. See how fucked up that is. So these are the people that run our country. And you can, you can, you can listen to Fox News. You can listen to... One America Network, News Network, you can listen to fucking NPR, whatever. You're only going to hear what they want you to hear. And, and, and as bad as that sounds, we're still the ones that elect these people. We are the ones that are supposed to have a modicum of fucking common sense to go, yeah, you did that, Rick DeSantis, to curry favor. This was not like an epiphany and a tipping point to where you realized how bad America was and your state was and you were going to step up and do something about it. You waited. And ports have been closed for a long fucking time. And you waited until now everybody on Facebook has posted pictures of all the, the backed up container ships. So you went, oh, I'm going to fix this. Now, granted, governors have a lot of business on their plate. But running the state is one of them. Agenda items. So every meeting, they should go down and everything can go, we're working, how's it going on the, the, the port issue? Well, you know, we ran into some trouble with the federal government. It's like, you know what? I'm tired of dealing with lawyers. Just do it. And they can sue us all day because, you know, we'll be making so much money bringing in ships and 
cargo and stuff, that the rest of the world will, or America will tell the federal government, hey, drop it. We need our fucking toilet paper. Shut the fuck up. You see, no one takes a stand, so therefore there's no giant pressure point to where the American people can sit there and go, federal government, if you don't drop this against Florida and these other areas that are opening ports, we're going to have a mass recall. You know, well, we tried that, though, you know, see, on November 6th or January 6th or whatever it was. And, and those people are still rotten in jail. So, you know, everybody tells you to, to stand, be noncompliant. But see, the federal government can also be a dick. So while you're out there waving your flag, you know, like, fuck Biden or go Brandon. The deep state could just round you up and arrest you for... I don't know, spitting on the sidewalk, which is a, a very small misdemeanor. And yet they'll throw you in federal prison, black bag you, and disappear you, just like the people that are still in or under arrest. What, November 6th is almost a year old, or January 6th, so it'll be a year old in a few months, and they're still in jail, treated badly and being beaten up by the guards because that's how the deep state works. That's how they roll. A fucking year. So you can you can wave your freak flag and get all pissed off, but you know what? If you start something to where people are like, hey, yeah, what about this, what this guy's saying? You're just going to disappear. And, and, you know, nobody like me or Alex Jones or anybody could say, hey, time to get, you know, heat up the tar and feathers and the pitchforks. Well, that's inciting a riot. Bam. Alex Jones, black bag. You know, shut down, seize everything. Seize this network, his servers, everything. They can, just get, they can do that. You know, they're not right now because he's flying under the wire. And and they know they would make him an, a martyr overnight. But, you know, they get pissed off enough they, and they get that attitude like, well, pff, fuck the people. We don't care if they riot or not. In fact, we kind of welcome it. It's a peaceful protest. They burned down fucking out in Texas and Alex Jones's house. Sees everything. And they just come in. You know, they, they find his offices, which they probably know right where they're at. Go in, take his transformers down, take his servers down, take his, all of his laptops, all of his computers, take his fucking microphones, take the wallpaper off the walls, and shut him the fuck down. Seize his desk, his car, and his pencil. End of Alex Jones. And then they just throw him in a fucking black site somewhere in Istanbul. And then Alex Jones, problem solved. There you go, Mr. Biden. Who's next? You know, so, you know, you wonder why Facebook and these guys are being this way? They probably got the same ultimatum. And it's, well, well, I don't want to be like Alex Jones and have to fly under the radar and spend my own money and do all this stuff. I kind of like getting subsidized from the federal government, you know, so... Sure, we'll do it. Or I'm thinking, you know, like Hitler, he destroyed all the railways and a lot of the infrastructure, right? You know, weeks before he knew he was going down. And and so he, he destroyed everything of value. Because he thought that's what people, you know, that, he thought that's why we were going in, to take over Germany. And he, did, he didn't want to leave nothing for him. He was like a little sore loser. Really, we just wanted him to stop fucking killing Jews and being a dick and world conquering world conquest. I mean, he blew up stuff on the Audubon and everything. All the stuff he had done, he destroyed it. A lot of it. 
<coughs> Toby just got him and did, you know, he killed himself or whatever the fuck. This girlfriend, Eva Brom, I think that was her name. So, and, and all throughout history, people that are about to be conquered destroy shit to where maybe the enemy won't want it. Like, Rome won't want to come and take over Ephesia, you know, whatever, the Nile or whatever, you know, burn all the fields, kill all the cattle. And, and you know, like in uh, Masada or, you know, that one place where they killed themselves, 600 people just, they, they finally broke down the gate that night and everybody was dead. They had hired people in their community that could, slit your throat while you were sleeping where it was painless they knew how to do that it's super sharp knives and then they killed themselves all of them women children men were dead it's like there you win nothing but see that doesn't matter to the victor he's like i would have killed you anyway so you know with hitler is a good example you know because he thought he could slow the roll if he destroyed everything then we would we wouldn't want to go in and get rid of him because he was so fucking stupid. He thought that, you know, we we were there for different reasons. I guess because he was delusional. And that's what happens when you're a vegetarian. You fucking lose your mind. So, is that what they're doing to America? We're destroying our infrastructure, our shipping, our highway system, everything, because we know we're going to collapse. And we just don't want to leave that much cool stuff for the enemy. Even though we're in bed with the enemy. They're, they're just, maybe there's a faction. Maybe it's a thing like that. Or maybe the government, you know, in all of its wisdom, went to these big companies and said, look, we'll just take, what's this fuck nut? Um, you know, Jeff Bezos. It's like, you are worth, you know, how many billion dollars, you know, almost a hundred billion or whatever. Elon Musk is now the richest man in the world, but they both, you know, fight for the king of the hill. Well, maybe they went to Bozos and said, hey, we're on the verge of collapse. You are worth, let's just say, 50 billion. When the economy collapses and the funny money runs out, and no one likes the American dollar, you're going to be worth maybe a million dollars or whatever gold you've stashed away. So you're going to go from here to here real quick. And maybe that's why these companies are doing it. They're like, well, how long can you keep this shit show afloat? Well, you know, maybe another couple of years if you guys play along. Well, yeah, we'll do that. Meanwhile, I'll build rockets and try to get to the moon so I can run away, which is stupid. You know, but, you know, they build these compounds and they build these underground bunkers and they're just like the government and they're stashing all their food and stuff because they think they're going to go underground when it ends and then they'll win. No, you're just a, a, a gopher living underground. Meanwhile, everything collapses, the infrastructure burns down and gets fucked up and they raid all your warehouses at Amazon and your shipping centers and fulfillment centers and now you're just fucked. Ha <laughs> ha. You know, but that's what they think. Just like, you know, you know, if I knew where all the government bunkers were, you know, when everything collapses and they're hiding, you know, the military should just go weld the door shut and then walk away. Don't have to kill them. Don't have to be mean. Just weld their door shut. Go there. Bye, fuckers. Die. You know, so I, I, you know, 
I don't know. I really don't. But no matter who you listen to, no matter how you try to figure it out, no matter how much you care about America, there's probably 20,000, 30,000 really deep state corrupt motherfuckers that just don't care. And you're the least of their problems. And you caring? That's, that's, that's just funny to them. You know, it's, it's like, you know, getting your ass kicked and you're going, stop hitting me, it hurts. They go, oh, I'm sorry. I'm kicking your ass, stupid. You know, or like the, you know, these, these things where the bad guy's going to hurt the good guy, you know, a good girl, usually it's women. Please, let her go. I won't tell anyone. It's like, uh, once again, you missed the point. I'm going to rape her. I'm going to kill you. And I'm going to steal all your money. So I don't really care if you tell anyone or not. See, you missed the fucking point. So nothing works. You can't, you can't reason with these people. Because you, you don't think on their level of fucked upness. So you just, you know, you're sitting there going, stop. You, don't you understand? You're wrecking the country. How stupid are these people? Don't they see that our economy is going to collapse? Don't they see that people can't eat? Don't they see that you can't teach critical race theory in schools because all of our kids, black and white, will be fucked up in the head? Yeah. I see it. <laughs> Why are you whining? Because it just makes me harder when you start crying and complaining, you dumbass. That's where we're at in America, and no one. That is in power cares enough to stand up. And I tried with my city. That's what pissed me off so bad. It's like, you know, my little hamlet of what I thought was freedom and liberty. When I presented my argument to the city and showed them that planning and zoning laws do not apply to private property. And that on this issue, they could take a stand and go, we're going to try to fix things for our little community by doing this and this. And what did they do? They go, ah. No, I'm sorry, we think you're wrong. And it's all about semantics. It's like, am I wrong or right? Well, you would normally go to court and you know, prove to the judge that you did come to a complete stop and all four tires did stop because you have video footage of it from a friend. Oh, then you didn't do that. See, they want to take it that far instead of realizing that this is just stupid. So... I'm going to order some breakfast and uh, give up. I, I, I'm sorry that this is just a rambling fuck fest of noise. But uh, I'm discouraged. And so I, I don't know what else to talk about other than everything that bothers me. So I hope you guys all have a great day. Remember, you can fix this. If you're in control of a city or a town council or planning and zoning or something, you could do a little tiny thing. To, to move the needle. And if, uh, if a million people do it, it moves it a lot. But it's not going to happen. So enjoy. Because the world is going down the toilet. And it's a whirlpool. And we're sucked into the vortex already. You can't stop it. You can't power out of it. We don't have warp drive to jump away. So we're fucked. So enjoy the fucking that's coming. And, and be prepared. Love you all. Bye-bye. We've made too many compromises already. They invade our space and we fall back. I'm your Huckleberry. The line must be drawn here. This far, no further. That's just my game.